0: for the Dreams of Children podcast series from Connie Maxwell Children's Ministries featuring President Danny Nicholson. This series exists to bring to light stories of children and families. Well, good morning. This is Danny Nicholson, president at Connie Maxwell Children's Ministries, and uh, I'm delighted to have another episode uh, for the dreams of children. And today, had the opportunity to um, invite a good friend of mine whom I uh, have been privileged to get to know and and, and, and really privileged to call him my friend, uh, um, Johnny Castillo. And Johnny uh, is an alum here. He, he, he was um, a child at Connie Maxwell, and uh, he works here now and helps us make sure we take care of the place. And uh, anyway, he's just a great guy, always got a smile, always cheerful to everybody. And and uh, when I thought about this, this podcast to feature uh, children's stories and people who have benefited from Connie Maxwell and really love it, I thought of Johnny. So welcome, Johnny. Glad to have you here. Thank you. So I'm going to start by just asking you a simple question. Uh, What does does Connie Maxwell mean to you?
1: Why does it mean so much to you? Um, Well, Connie Maxwell is home to me. Mm -hmm. Um, I've learned a lot from here, and I'm really grateful for here because I feel like if it wasn't for Connie Maxwell, I wouldn't be who I am today. And I wouldn't have learned the things that I've learned along the way. Mm. You know, I've I, there's been so many people here that have affected my life and has taught me. Mm. I mean, just by observing them, you know, I've I've learned so much. Mm. You know, an, an example would be like Mr. Michael. Yeah, he. Uh, <laughs> I, I've learned a lot of respect, and I have a lot of respect for Mr. Michael because of how much respect he showed us as minors mm-hmm. and and young people. We will call us sir and ma'am and you know and I and I saw him as an adult you know respecting us in that way and it made me want to you know continue that mm-hmm. you know even if it's like you know to a four year old you know and sure. teaching them yes sir and, you know no ma'am and I feel like he taught me to be able to respect people mm-hmm. even even if they they're younger or you know in a different situation that, you know, most people don't respect. You know, you always have to show respect. And he's been one of those people that I've learned from. Well, you've done that.
0: Uh, Let me tell you, you've done that because one of the things I like most about you is that wherever you are, you know, you are always cheerful, always respectful. Uh, And and that does. It really... um, It really... um, it builds a a, a confidence um, and a respect for who you are to others, the way you know, the way you treat people, uh, and anytime you know, like I see you out doing something, you know, and you're you know, you're just waving and you just you know, so I, so so you're saying that that the people here. Uh, especially in this situation, Michael taught you how to respect people, how to be, how to value people.
1: Yeah, it was one of them. There was, there was a couple of them. You know, yeah, who, was, yeah. who else can you think um, of that, that that just really here made a difference to you? Uh, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Tim Wines. Mm. I, he'll take us out there to the robes course he taught me a lot of the you know wilderness stuff you know hunting and all that kind of stuff and that got me into it and you know you learn a lot of patience in that you yes, know you do. When, you, when you're when waiting out there to see a deer <laughs> yeah. or do you know waiting to for Mr. Tim to explain something to you you know it teaches sure. you patience or scared to death of the zip wire it well, teaches you courage too you know you're like yeah, oh, I God. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of stuff I mean there's been the cottage parents um there's cottage parents that are not here anymore mm. that have taught me a lot. You know, most of them are gone, so I'm sure. But like Miss Miss Glossy, Miss Betty, mm. uh, Miss Brenda, you know, mm. they've they were they were the kind of strict cottage parents. But you know, at the end of the day, you know, when at the moment I wasn't too happy with them, sure. you know. But sure. looking back now, I'm kind of glad they were in my life because they taught, you know, they were strict and they taught us discipline yes. and made us learn self discipline for you know for the future well what kid loves discipline Not, no no kid mean, loves discipline you, know, you don't love discipline when you're a kid you much. don't but if, if you don't learn it you don't you don't go the way you should it's go. true and, and I've learned that you know and I mean it's just like it, it helps your mentality out when you have mm. self discipline yes you know and it makes you it makes you stronger in a way i don't know if you
0: understand what i no I'm saying. i do absolutely hey listen well why don't you share if you feel comfortable um, a little bit of your story. Why why did you come here? You know, um, that may be a little maybe a little painful and if you don't feel like it's fine, but I, I think um, it helps our listeners to understand the stories of our children and and how they really needed
1: us. You know? So what is what what is how did you get here? What's your story? Um so um when I was um about you know when I was younger um, I came here in 2009, but before that, we were living with my mom in Saluda. And um, my mom just, she had her own issues and stuff, and she was she was kind of, she was really abusive, and she used to, you know, beat us and, mm. you know, kind of mistreat us yeah. all the time. Um, but one day, uh, I went to school and had really bad welts and stuff all over my body, oh. and um, one of the teachers saw it. Mm. and um I don't really I haven't really talked to her about the story since right. since we've been here but i I feel like she felt like you know calling d s s services or something wouldn't be a good idea because then that would mean that we will be taken from from right. her and you know, a lot of issues would happen, but she invited us to come stay at her house mm. for for a few months, um, which and my mom agreed. She let us go stay over there. And, you know, while we were there, you know, she knew that, you know, that couldn't be a permanent home for us. And she found out, you know, did some research and found out about Connie Maxwell. And she told us you know, this would be a good home for us, and, you know, mm. explain it to us, and try to, you know, get my mom on board. Right. And And, um, but, you know, my mom never really treated treated us good when we were there. Right. So when, when we got the opportunity to come visit the place, you know, she gave us an option whether we wanted to be here or not. And right. honestly, I was terrified of her, and I didn't want to be with her. So right. I, I told her, yeah, and me, mm. Me, my sister, and my brother—all three moved in. And I have another brother; but he was too young to get in at the time, so he didn't come with us till till later. Till later. But yeah, that's how that's how yeah. I ended up here.
0: Well, I think you know. I think you know. We all—you're not alone uh, in having issues. We all, you know. I think you—you you may know that I was an adopted child. Uh, I was adopted as an infant, and so I was alone. Um, at a hospital, and my, my mom and dad, my maintenance worker and a school teacher, came and picked me up, threw me in the back of the car, gave me a great, gave me a great life. And so we all have our stories, you know, whether it's yours or, or mine, we always need, um, people need help, um, they need home. They need uh, to find a place that they can heal their hurt, um, and so just just listening to you talk like that, you know, it makes me really appreciate, and I think our listeners too appreciate a place where people can come and be loved, uh, loved into wholeness, loved into a life. And certainly, you've done that. I mean, certainly you are. You've you've got a wonderful life, and you have you have a family.
1: Yes. Sir. Yeah, and who—tell me about your family. Are you proud of them? I am. My wife uh, uh, is—her name is Robin Uh Castillo. Um, I have two sons, Will um, and Wade, Hmm. and my sister also lives with us for for now. Um,
0: So what does that—what does it mean— What does it mean to have Christmases and open presents with Will and Wade? What does it mean to love them like you weren't? Possibly you weren't loved. Is that
1: is that important to you to have a family? (laughs) I I've um I've always been a person that likes to plan out stuff mm-hmm. and you know try to try to achieve I'm 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 a dreamer yes. just, just like you my dreams I love they're a little different but, but I love it but I I've, I believe I believe in dreams I believe that um you know anything is possible and stuff and mm-hmm. I've always tried to set you know a milestones is that what you call it yeah, you I know like in my life to try to move up yeah. yeah and one of them was was having you know having kids and I I got there and I I want to be the the father that Mm -hmm. was never really around, you know? Yes. I don't know if I worded that right. But, like, I want want to be there for my kids through everything. I want to be there to support them, you know, encourage them to to do whatever they want to do. And, you know, having Christmases and stuff, I want want them to be happy when they open a present. You know, be happy when they... They come in, and I want to reward them for what they do and accomplish. Yeah, yes. you know, and of course, there's there's discipline in the way, sure. and I feel like I feel like I want to structure them to be, you know, to grow up to be great men. Mm-hmm. And by that, you know, I want to, you know, help them as much as I can and yes. provide as much as I can, you know, just to and show them that I that I care for them. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I know you're a good dad. I I, I can. Feel it. I can tell that's a priority in your life. And I love hearing that you're a dreamer. Um, you know, our decade of dreams is a 10 year plan to move into the future. And one, you know, we're doing a lot of different things. But one of the things that we're doing is we're trying to encourage and find the dream of each of our children. Everybody has a different dream. Like people are all different; they're not, you know. And so, we're trying our best to, whether it's baseball or art or music, find that place that the kid can dream and do the thing they love and nurture that and support that. So, it sounds like that you'll be working with us on that, helping some of our children dream and find their dreams. And uh, and since you are a dreamer and you told me you are, uh, you'll help them dream too. Yes. You know, this has been really. This has been special, and um, I, 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 you know, I can almost look at you and feel your heart. You're the kind of person that I don't know. You can just you, you can tell you're you're kind and you're generous and you're gracious, and it's just such a good example for. Um, for, for have, having come to Connie Maxwell, who you are now. It's a good example to people of who we are and what we do. So in conclusion, we could probably talk all day, and I'd love it. But in conclusion, I want to ask you something I ask everybody that I do this with. I just say, hey, what is one word? If you, if you, if you could boil down Connie Maxwell in your heart and mind
1: to one word, Johnny, What what would that one word be? Yeah, I was thinking about that. Um, there's a lot of words, but I feel like the one that that really comes to me is probably hope. 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 Why is hope your word for Connie Maxwell? I just feel like Connie Maxwell gives hope to people mm. or children who seem to not have any. Mm. You know, it it can build it can structure you to be a better person mm-hmm. and it can you know show you the way mm-hmm. so you can see that that there's hope in the future for you to get out of the situation you're in or to accomplish or to achieve your dreams i just feel like it's hope yeah, yeah i
0: love it well no doubt if if people listen to this they'll hear the heart of of Johnny Castilla And and his dreams. And so here's one thing I'm sure of. You will get your dreams because there are a lot of people, including me, that will be there for you to get them. And so thanks for sharing your dreams today. Thanks for sharing your love for Connie Maxwell. And hey, everybody, keep listening to these podcasts because if you like hearing how Connie Maxwell has been love uh, uh, to, to Johnny, then all of these podcasts will continue to have a parade of stories that talk about home and uh, hope and love and dreams for children. All right. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Uh, Take care. God bless. Thank you for listening to our For the Dreams of Children podcast. For more information about our ministry, please visit our website at ConnieMaxwell.com.